Welcome to Dad Factors. And today on the show, we have Ted Boucher. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. It, uh, turned out really good. It's funny when, uh, you know, people are like, they don't know. Like, uh, I, I think I might be boring. Yeah. And not. Yeah. So, yeah, he had a, I mean, when he was leaving, he said how good of a time he had. You yeah. Know? Wants and, to be back. Did, said he didn't even say everything he wanted to say. Yeah. And uh, I think this one went a little long, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Funny. A couple right? hours. Yeah. So that was cool. But yeah. Good dude. Um, talks about all kinds of stuff from growing up playing hockey, you know, to where he's at now in life. Mm, how he so. um, broke his back when he was working with us and hardly yeah. anybody ever yeah. knew about it. Yeah. I had no yeah. idea. We'll get to all that in just a minute. But first, let's get that quote of the week. All right. So we got this quote of the week. It was sent in by Winter. Um, and it says, it's not the knife in the back that'll kill you. It's when you turn around and see who's holding it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good one. That is a good that, one. I thought that was pretty good. I appreciate that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's true. You know, it's the stab in the back. It's the, the people you don't care about. You know, that it doesn't affect you at all. It's the people that you do care about. That man. Yeah. Those well, and it, yeah, and it's exactly. And you don't know who's gonna be the person to betray you. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start the show. If you've already done this, thank you. Yeah, we really appreciate it. But if you haven't, please subscribe to the channel, mm-hmm. right? And leave us a rating. Yes. And if you can, depending on the platform that you're on, uh, leave us a comment. So the ranking algorithm is is done by your subscription and your uh, reviews. And they report that back to the parent platform that the um, podcast is hosted on. And that's how our podcast is ranked. And so, yeah, hook us up. Right. Yeah. It, it means a lot to us. Maybe just a little bit of your time means a lot to us. And if you'd like to support us monetarily, you can log on to anchor.fm slash dadfactors, click on the support link, and fill out the information and support us that way. We have a couple people that do that already, and we really appreciate you. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Yep. You help us keep doing what we're doing. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, we'd, we'd appreciate, I mean, anything. Uh, we Podcasting uh, equipment is expensive, and we try to treat our guests when they come on the show with, you know, drinks or food or whatever. And, uh, yeah, if you could help us out, that'd be awesome. We'd really appreciate it. But no matter what... We really appreciate you guys listening. If you live in the Coeur d'Alene slash Spokane area and you want your windows clean, give Brandon's window cleaning a call. Yeah, they do a good job. They do do a good job. Yeah. We know that personally. Yeah, both of us. Yeah. 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 A little practice what you preach. My windows were crystal clear afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. And they don't just do windows. You know, they do pressure washing, right, for your driveway. Yep. Uh, Roof moss removal. Yeah. If you have one of those nasty roofs. Yeah. Where, you know. It's, it's just all, grown all, it's all over. furry. Yeah. yeah. They'll take it out. And uh, rain gutter cleaning. Yep. Which, uh, if you don't know, you, I mean, your rain gutters, like if they get full, I mean, they'll ruin, like, they'll do much more damage. Yeah. Soffits get wrecked, you know, and you get start growing mold mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, you know, give them a call. They'll clean your stuff out for you. They do an excellent job on windows i can attest to that they really do they look better after they're done i think that they did i bought the house new you yeah know, i think it looked better by far 
you know, you're just, you don't realize what you're missing until you have clean windows. For sure. Right. Absolutely. Uh, and Brandon's windows can be contacted at brandonswindows.com. Mm-hmm. Nice. Dog gets the intro. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Ted, tell me a little bit about yourself, where you came from, and how you came to live where you're at today. Oh gosh, uh, let's see. It depends on how back you want to go. Uh, all the way back. Yeah. All the way back. Yeah. Well, there was a thing in Gig Harbor that my dad went to, and uh, you know, a couple yeah. months later in Tacoma. That's uh, here I am, and. Uh, Fast forward seven years, parents moved to Pullman, um, just outside of Pullman. So was there in Garfield Palouse area. Why, why old... would your parents decide to move to Pullman from Tacoma? Uh, my dad took a manager job at Shucks. Mm. So, you know, you can Auto Shucks. Supply. Yeah, Shucks O'Reilly's thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, They're nationwide, uh, aren't they? Yeah. Well, yeah, O'Reilly's, I think, uh, bottom uh, out. Uh, yeah. O'Reilly? Yeah. 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 So, uh, yes, we called schmucks schmucks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, before that was Al's automotive oh. and that my dad was manager then. Mm. So he was manager since the very beginning of shucks and then O'Reilly's and yeah. So, mm. but he took a manager job at a store that was failing Moscow. Um, so he kind of stepped into there, moved us here, you know, it's cheaper anyway. Mm. And, uh, so grew up on the Palouse um it's where i got my start in hockey mm. um learn to skate actually on the river i'm one of the few people that can say that nowadays is really? i actually learned to skate on the river yeah played hockey lost uh lost a bunch of pucks probably a good hundred dollars worth of uh pucks to the palouse river <laughs> <coughs> what do you just <laughs> skate on the edge where it's frozen like I don't no you it. can skate across really yeah the edge is actually most dangerous I didn't know that. Yeah, because it's uh, a little shallower, so the ice can break a little easier. Mm. You know, and plus you got rocks and stuff that the ice can't how really go th- How around. thick is that ice? Depends. Well, yeah, obviously. But, I mean, well, yeah. for you to go out there, how thick <laughs> does it have to be? Uh, gosh. There's, like, some sort of mathematical thing. Um, part of it is uh, you take a stick and you uh, whack the ice, and if it breaks, you know, you probably shouldn't be out there. But mm. So pretty scientific. <laughs> it sounds yeah. very scientific. Um, <laughs> I, think it's like, I think it's, like, three or four inches. Oh, okay. So it's got to be pretty legit. And it's it's moving, too. The so ice you, is. Yeah. Oh, because you're on the river. The, yeah, you're yeah. on the river. So a lot of times the ice shifts. So you could start playing... At and one then, end, yeah, and, and work and your then way down. Like thirty minutes later, you're like a quarter mile down. Uh, nah. I mean, you're probably I don't think it's moving that fast. Nah, it'd probably be like by the end of the day, if you were to play, you know, five six hours, you'd probably move probably about twenty five yards. Mm. Uh, so I mean, it's a decent amount. Yeah. But yeah. but yeah, it's moving. So yeah, in the middle is actually probably the safest. And now, then, what age oh. did your parents send you out on the river? Uh, so my dad, my dad actually, I was put so, these skates on. They tread water real so well. It's funny, you know. A lot of people are like, "Oh, you have so many anger issues, mm. and you're very aggressive." I actually used to be the biggest scaredy cat on the planet. Mm. My dad actually drug me out on the ice. I'm not kidding. Drug me out on the ice by my ankles and by put your my ankles. Yeah, yeah, by my ankles <laughs> and drug me out on the ice and put my skates on in the middle of the ice. Really? Yeah, that's wow. actually, and he goes, if you 
if you want to learn how to skate, you're going to learn how to skate now. And if you don't like this, you can skate your butt back to the shore. Oh. Yeah. So middle of the Plus River is where I uh, <laughs> learned to yeah, skate. Huh? You know, the proverbial, uh, like, throw you in. Uh-huh. And, yeah, yeah. You know, you're either going to sink or swim. Yeah. yeah. No, it's either you're going to sit there and freeze your butt off or you're going to skate. So wow. That's, yeah, that's how I learned. How old were you at that point? Oh, gosh. Six or seven. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Young. Mm. Yeah, so then, yeah, so that's where I got my little hockey roots from. And then um, parents split when I was 12, 12, 13, somewhere around there. Then uh, my dad moved up up to Spokane, and uh, he got remarried. And so, yeah, went to school and all that fun stuff, and here I am. Where did your mom head off to? Uh, She came up to Post Falls. Oh, okay. So they they live close by. Yeah, and then she's kind of bounced around mm. a little bit right now she's in long view and trying to move to the tri-cities oh, and okay yeah i don't i don't stay much move contact you move uh i still move for another job did i no your dad oh yeah uh, well he stayed he uh transferred between the o'reilly stores yeah like it's pretty easy once you're kind of in a head gotcha. manager spot so he transferred between and then um did like six months stint at bmw because they needed somebody in their like lead parts oh department. yeah that was cool uh got to check out and drool over a lot of bmws and mm. stuff that came out i met a girl um up here recently i don't remember what we were doing but she uh she was telling me about her husband they moved up relatively recently because i believe it was a shucks he's either shucks or a napa that was doing like really bad yeah and they they moved that person because they had like a really successful store moved him up and essentially she was saying like he kept one employee <laughs> like yeah. to let everyone else go because yeah that's what they were all stuck in their own ways and stuff and my dad was you know my last name is boucher mm. so they always called him the butcher oh and so he was kind of one of those guys that they'd bring in and he'd clean house so he would come in work for like a week and then next week he'd start taking people out to lunch and people got caught on they're like oh, oh he'd he'd buy him lunch and then they wouldn't <laughs> fucking show back up <laughs> and so they're like i don't want to go to lunch with you it's like and, the bob yeah. off all of, bobs off of office space yeah yeah not gonna not gonna not gonna work here anymore yeah, yeah. what exactly. would you say yeah do here <laughs> yeah. Huh. yeah so uh so he cleaned house on that yeah. stuff yeah hmm. so then you you continued hockey when you were up here uh, a little bit, not much. Um, tried out for EW hockey. Mm. Um, got uh, freight trained yeah. in the middle of the ice. Uh, I was blindsided. You know, mm. my head watching the puck and watching wherever else anyone else was at, and uh, got blindsided. Dude's helmet went straight in my sternum, cracked right. my sternum. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I can't really bench press to this day, actually. So it was a good it's, one. Yeah, yeah. So I got blindsided. Wow. And so that pretty much ended my. How old were you when that happened? So I was in running start, and I was one of those like weird spaz people where like I'm you know at that time I was sixteen, six foot one, two twenty, mm. and mm. in in pretty good shape. And um, so a lot of people were like, "Oh yeah, eighteen, nineteen years old," and I'm like. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, and then so, um, 
USA Hockey signed off and said, yeah, if he's in college, he meets the requirements. And if he's, you know, physically able to compete, then, oh, yeah, you know, because EWU's thing is a house club. Yeah. But they still fall under NCAA. Well, they're D1 now. Yeah, let's see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me EWU versus Boston College. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I mean, hey. It is they got hopes. <laughs> they got hopes. I mean, good for them. If they do great, you know, absolutely. I'd love to see Boston College or UND. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I tried to play for them, actually. If, uh, I had a tryout scheduled for them. And, um, it, you know, they changed their name recently. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the Fighting Sioux anymore. Nope. Can you even say that? Can I? Yeah, you can, can say it. Oh, okay. You can say it. On, it's, it's, on, it's listed under explicit, so you can say whatever the fuck you want. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, if it wasn't for a snowstorm, I would have been in uh, UND playing for them. Mm. And then uh, EWU, yeah, I got hurt, and I just couldn't compete. And balancing crappy home life and being at high school and college at the same time yeah. and trying to play collegiate hockey just wasn't working out. And so that was, that pretty much ended my like higher end playing time. I still did drop in and stuff. And then uh, of course when I was corrections officer and I was playing for the Spokane law enforcement team. Yeah. So. Hmm. Well, that's cool. Yeah. You took a shot though. Man, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Shot got, to the heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a little late. Yeah. 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 I uh, get it. Yeah. So that, that's uh it's kind of funny looking back on what may or may not have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a little self-reflection period after my divorce and mm-hmm. stuff and where I would have been at if minor things wouldn't have changed. If it wasn't for a snowstorm shutting down I-90 going to North Dakota, you know, I'd be there. If it wasn't for a blindside hit at yeah. EWU, you know, it could have been So that happened when you were 16, you said? Yeah, I was going through running start. Hmm. And, uh, you know, Damn. so 16-year-old trying to keep up with yeah, 20, yeah. 21-year-olds. Yeah, they're trying to, yeah. Good times. Wow. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So then, okay, so so you did you go to college like like other than running start? Uh so I get touched on a little bit. I had a kind of a crappy home life. Yeah, yeah. So I failed out of running start. Oh, okay. And then finished at Rogers. Rogers High School. Yeah, yeah. It's good times. Well, that's good education, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only the <laughs> take finest. A, take a farm boy, put him in the middle of uh, the city, and uh, introduce him to, you know, yeah. Spokane gangs at, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. young age. Naive. I'm like, hey, I just thought you were guys like uh, blue yeah. and black. Right? And, uh, you know, like- I'll hang out with you guys. And yeah. then all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, what's this whole crypt thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. like... You know, I should have a banjo and a thing of right? wheat in my mouth, not, you know, not be roll, hat. rolling down the block in my gat, <laughs> you know. Um, so after that, I went to SEC and yeah. um, did uh, at, after I got injured, buddy of mine um, was like, hey, you know, I volunteer for uh, SPD. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. You you can do that at such an age? He's like, yeah. How old are you? 19? I was like, sure, man. He goes, ah, yeah, 16. I was like, no, oh, okay, well, you know, yeah. I fit. So I did that and volunteered for them for as an explorer. Yeah. And um, 
so trying to balance college and everything else was kind of hard. But I, I took my volunteer stuff and kind of took it to heart. So I did uh, kind of follow my passion for law enforcement since yeah. I was 16. And um, yeah. So so tell me about the Explorer program. What age did you start that? 16. Yeah. And then did about two years with the Explorers. And then um, you go up to a co-op, which is a college level volunteer, citizen volunteer. Okay. Um, they don't have guns or anything, but doesn't mean you can't get into the mix. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's this thing called the job <laughs> description and it never seemed to pan out for me. Uh, actually the first time I ever got shot at was a citizen volunteer and I was sitting on a perimeter barricaded suspect and sitting there and sitting in front of my car and, uh, trying to get these people who didn't speak English. Yeah out of the out of the way because i was like hey there's a guy in there with a sks and oh sweet yeah you should probably not stand here and <laughs> as i'm trying to tell them to like get the fuck off the lawn uh-huh. all of a sudden you look over and the asphalt beside me erupted oh and i was like i don't i don't like this I, I can't shoot back yeah you know and um did they give you a whistle oh well <laughs> and a wooden gun well <laughs> sure <laughs> sure huh no, they gave me a gave me a car and told me go do, you know, things. And yeah. uh, they're like, "Hey, you probably shouldn't respond to active stuff." Uh-huh. And you know, I've had people like take a swing at me with an axe and Ooh, get yeah. shot at and yeah. stuff. And I was like, you know, I don't I don't like not having this gun thing. This, yeah, this kind of sucks. So when when can I get one of those pea shooters? Mm-hmm. And then at twenty one or twenty and a half, I applied for reserves. Mm. And got hired on and did that for a couple of years until, um, you know, as a reserve police officer in Washington, you're volunteer. So you can work, do the job, do everything, have the same responsibilities, go to court and all mm-hmm. that fun stuff and not get paid. Yeah. And so volunteer doesn't pay and uh, <laughs> I, you, you have bills, you have bills. Yeah. And so I uh, became a corrections officer. Yeah. Huh. So the Explorer program, you started at 16. Yeah. What does that process look like? Like what exactly, I mean, are you going through like a mini, I'm going to call it a very mini like boot camp at that point? Like what do they? So they, they do have a week long thing okay. where they take you to some random school that is just available to house like cots and okay. like you're there with like probably like three, 400 other explorers from around the state. Oh, wow. And they bring everyone together and there's different levels. So there's like basic advanced and then you have your um, academy police. So it's kind of like explorers who have gone through it so many times Mm -hmm. that they're able to like start getting more advanced training and then they become like police officers for, for the academy while you're there for this week. Gotcha. And so, yeah, you're only there for a week, but it's constant like you had fire drills in the middle of the night i remember that like they were like hey you're selected for fire watch and yeah. i'm like what the fuck is that and i'm 17 years old what uh, the hell's fire watch yeah like well start roaming the halls and you'll find out did that same shit happen to me in when i was in, when i got shipped off the basic training um we were in a holding unit and they didn't tell us shit yeah i thought this was basic training right? <laughs> and and for the first three nights we're all just sleeping 
no big deal. Some dude would come in at like six o'clock in the morning, wake us up, be like, hey, "Yeah, you gotta go do some PT," and we go out and do like eight sit ups and you know nine push ups or something, and then we come back in and have breakfast. And I'm like, "This is fucking awesome!" <laughs> right about the fourth night, garbage cans flying down the fucking hallway. <laughs> yeah, right. And this guy's in there screaming. It was the first drill sergeant that had mm. stopped by the. It's called a holding unit, I guess, where they. Why, while they gather enough recruits to do a whole basic training yeah. cycle, that's where they, you, you get put. So, uh, um, yeah, yeah. And I ended up having to do like two hours of fire watch that night. It was, it was weird. Mm. I was like, what the fuck yeah, is he talking it was, about? It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> I was like, you know, I haven't really worked. It was, it was before I started as a lifeguard. Mm. So, yeah, so I hadn't, I hadn't never worked. I'd always played hockey or had something going on sport related. Mostly if there was other sports, like it was for conditioning for hockey. Mm. And so it never worked or anything. And then they're like, oh yeah, well, this is pretty much a job. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay. This <laughs> is, this is interesting. Never exposed to anything like this before. And then, you know, like they're like, Hey, you have these hourly requirements and stuff uh. that you have to do. And okay. So, um, this summer in the middle of June, you and your other explorer buddies are gonna we're gonna ship you off to Snohomish and uh you're gonna spend a week there and um good luck. Huh. Yeah. So it was uh Wow. Yeah, so that that's how they trained you up on the explorer stuff. And it's just more of an introduction, like yeah. a military style of how everything goes in law enforcement. And then so they they try to indoctrinate you into that baptism by fire, I guess. And, um, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, is that still, I mean, I know that explorers are still around. I'm yeah, curious if it's, it. if it's still such a, uh, I, a lot's changed. A lot's changed. Cause I know they're trying to get rid of their reserve program because of the liability, which I'm like, well, the stuff that I've been into, duh. The explorer reserve program or just reserves and just general? reserves. Oh, and really? then they're like trying to redefine what a volunteer is and stuff because you can get called out in the middle of the night. And yeah. you don't get paid for it. And it was like hampering on job duties. I remember when um, a sheriff's office got into a shooting. Yeah. And I was like, well, I, I got to go. Yeah. And they're like, well, you're the only maintenance guy for all three YMCAs. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I picked this job before yeah. before you guys and I'm going. Mm -hmm. And so I'd show up and I was on a shooting mm -hmm. and doing all that fun stuff, taking calls while everyone, the, the, varsity guys were yeah you know handling their stuff i was taking all the other calls that were stacking up and you know that, so way, that you, became an issue of what is you know what takes precedence when you were a reserve what years was that oh gosh uh 2012 2012 through 2014 14 yeah because i got hired as corrections in end of 14 how many reserves were at spd Oh gosh, probably like 30. 30 of them. Yeah. You know, I'm curious on, I mean, you know, with the like current, we had a big group though. Current climate weird. and law enforcement and stuff. I'm curious if those reserves are still uh, it's, a it's, thing. It's gone down a lot. I know uh my fiance is an officer right now. Yeah. And she's actually working too, so maybe yeah. she'll listen to this <laughs> at some point. Um yeah. while she's driving around her yeah, her FTO letter. <laughs> huh. Um but she was, you know, talking to her about, you know, just obviously getting to know me yeah. and 
what I've been through. And mm. she's, she's like, how, how can you guys do that? Mm. Like, that's, that's insane. I mean, why would you do that? I mean, you're stupid. You're going to get voluntarily shot at with no, <laughs> like no reward yeah. or anything. And I was like, well, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's gone down. She said that she's only seen one reserve uh-huh. in, I think, eight months. Well, I mean, with, you know, like the current climate, like I said, in law enforcement and the shortage of personnel, I imagine they probably hired the reserves, right? Because, I mean, as a reserve, you have to do all the, the same stuff a normal law enforcement has yeah. to go through, right? You have so to go through the academy. You have to go through the background hiring exact, process and stuff. Exact yeah. same hiring process, which yeah. I never understood. It's the exact same hiring process to get hired full-time as a reserve officer. I had to take the PAT, I had to take a written, I had oral boards, poly, psych, That's medical, chief's interview, like all that fun stuff. Yeah. Okay, so so you're you're applying as, is it a different application? Like did you put exact the, same. did you click the reserve box? Like I, I choose no paycheck? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I mean, I'm curious, like, so as a reserve, right, you mm. were there two years. Yeah. And you were how old? 21. 21 yeah going through the academy i was 20 and a half and then during the academy there was a stipulation before you graduated you had to be 21 okay and so did they not hire from that reserve reserve all the time all the time yeah uh everyone from my graduating class except for one guy and he didn't he never wanted to be he was just an accountant um he's and he's like i just wanted to serve my community just wherever i can and I, you know, I can't dedicate a full schedule around law enforcement because yeah. I've got my business and he goes, but yeah, I, this is what I want to do. I've always had a passion for it. So he, uh, he just volunteered his time whenever he could to mm. be a reserve police officer, mm. just hop on a black and white and go, go serve his community. And then, but everyone else got hired. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's funny as, um, you know, everyone in my class is now almost corporals and yeah, yeah. sergeants yeah. and all the specialty. And I'm like, here I am. <laughs> yeah. Oh my word. I go wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, so you took a job as a corrections officer and that was for essentially for pay. That's why you stopped. Yeah. And I didn't have the uh, college credits. Oh yeah. So that's a huge difference for the, the only, I think it's the only hiring difference is you need college credits. I don't think anymore mm. because of how the shift in, the crisis for hiring is like, I I know a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, they, but for that time you needed college credit. So while I was still going to school, like I, I was taking classes while I was going through the Academy. I actually, it was a funny story is, uh, I had a presentation the next day after one of my classes or my uh, Academy. And, um, uh, it was lateral, lateral vascular neck restraint. (laughs) and i had a full presentation full 45 minute presentation for my psych for uh my psych class Uh. and um when they put it put the lvnr on which you know apparently now i owe minnesota five cents but yeah um yeah i think uh, i can air that yeah probably (laughs) not probably not uh um when i uh had that put on they uh popped my adam's apple and like yeah it so popped it, yeah like it crunched like when they when they the arm went across my throat and everything and they put the pressure on my carotid arteries my adam's apple popped and so i lost my voice for two weeks holy smokes so i walk into my class the next day <laughs> in my psych class and i i 
stand probably like six inches away mm. from my professor and I'm like trying to talk, talk to him. Yeah. So I did my entire presentation by writing on a scratch pad and holding it up to people. You should have wrote like how many people in here speak sign language and if no one rose their hand, dude, you just just go at it, man. Just yeah. hand signals galore. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> you know, that's what I did in college for my foreign language requirement is was sign language. Really? Because yeah. <laughs> I'm too stupid to learn Spanish. Yeah. I did Spanish and it was Yeah, that was interesting. But um I did that for a girl. So, yeah, mm. uh, shocker. See, um, I, I, Spanish, I don't know. I've started and stopped Spanish probably, I don't know, like 15 times in my life. Yeah. Just, fiance is trying to teach me French, and then I always throw Spanish in there, and then yeah. she, she makes fun of me because she's like, you know, French is supposed to be elegant and stuff, and here you are. Like, yeah, just butchering talking, Spanish yeah. sounding terrible. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Do the Americanized Spanish. <laughs> yeah, talking Quesadilla. about you got a big cat in your Quesadilla. Quesadilla. Want some tacos, right? And uh, yeah, yeah, it's good times. Yeah, well, that's cool. So I mean, okay, so you started as a corrections officer, and uh, when I met you, you were married to your ex, right? Yeah. Then you had two kids. Yep. And then you went through some life changes. Just, just got a little, divorce, oh. right? Yeah, I lost. Started my- smoking meth apparently because you're super skinny now. Well, hey, you know, well, you know, I saw our, I saw our clientele and I was like, you know what? Nothing can kill these guys and I want to be immortal. Mm. So why not? It's a great diuretic. And, uh, I, you know, I love staying up all hours of the night. So I don't see anything's wrong. Yeah. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with this. I'm not seeing the cons here. Yeah. And, uh, no, I went, uh, actually, uh, part of the reason why I didn't get hired for, was I had too many life changes all in a really? short, short amount of time yeah and they uh that's yeah. interesting yeah so, so I had too I, many. so you had applied right yeah I um, went through it actually had my name on the academy roster I went that far had my name on the academy roster and it went down to a decision and they said no and to reapply so I'll be reapplying for Spokane police at the end of this year Interesting. Or I think uh, I think I'm eligible to reapply in October because they told me they said reapply. So, so your life changes was my dad died. Oh, um, okay. And that kind of started everything. So he got uh, glioblastoma, which is stage four brain cancer. Ooh. And, oh, um, that's terrible. Yeah. So surgeries weren't working. It was too aggressive, and um, insurance wouldn't allow um, different case studies or I guess yeah. what cr- uh, clinical trials. Yeah. Clinical trials. They yeah. wouldn't allow those and. Uh, my dad, um, every time he got brain surgery, he they would remove portion of the tumor or as much as they could and stuff, and he would have to relearn some sort of aspect of his life. Mm. Um, at one point, it was like you set him back till he was five years old. Like he had to relearn how to walk and stabilize himself. Really, and he was very active, very active, mm. and um, so going through that, and he finally he's like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. He goes, yeah. so I'm I'm going to die three months from now. And it's already set up. And yeah, he uh, he passed away May 10th. Jeez. And that was May 10th of 20 and mm. uh, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So it was 2020 was a fucked up year. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, well, for a yeah. lot of reasons. Yeah. 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 So, and uh, I had my son 
March March twelfth and twenty. Mm. Yeah, my little boy. Yeah, he's a terror. Yeah, yeah, he he definitely picked up the twenty twenty craze. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing safe in that house. Yeah. What's your boy's name? Something cool like Cole. Corona. Ah, Cole. Damn. Coltrane, actually, <laughs> nice. Coltrane, yeah. Nice. Uh, my ex-wife, you know, obviously she's not going to listen to this, but uh, both my sons were named after, well, Graham was named after a soccer player. I was fucking around one day, and I was pissing her off because, you know, uh-huh. yeah, I got tired of her shit. Yeah. And uh, I started, we were at a soccer game, and I literally just listed off of every single player's name. Huh. Didn't She had no idea no idea it was great <laughs> and uh she's like oh yeah i love that one i yeah. was like cool all right Graham, it is and then so she, i was playing video games and ignoring her when i mm-hmm. found out i was um pregnant with cole and mm. i was sitting there yeah, i was was not a great husband to her <laughs> <laughs> and uh um so i was sitting there playing uh gears of war ah uh. And oh, okay. Augustus cole i yeah. knew i heard yeah. yeah coltrane yeah so i was like oh fuck cole yeah. She's like, oh, my God, I love that name. And I was like, yeah. So I just oh. started calling him Coltrane. She's like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, totally. Yeah. I should give him a gun with a chainsaw, chainsaw at the, the end of it. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I don't I don't, I don't, don't see <laughs> I don't where that reference. comes. Uh, yeah, He's going to kill so many aliens. And there's yeah. so many there's so many people that catch that when I'm like, oh, Coltrane. <laughs> and she's, they're like, yeah, woo-woo. Oh, and I'm funny. like, yeah. So, but. So um, back to your dad. Yeah. So. He stage four brain cancer. Yeah. Did he know that any of that was going on before he hit stage four? No, it was actually the craziest thing, um, which was kind of scary for me too because mm. I, I broke my back. I was uh, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. So I broke. <laughs> you didn't mention this. Yeah, actually, that's so that's where I gained a bunch of my weight when you mentioned that. Uh, You're like, hey, how'd you? You know, yeah. you slimmed down. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's meth. I got it. Yeah. Either yeah. that, or you just stopped eating food. One of the, one of the two. Yeah. Well, I love my food. So um, okay. Well, process but, of deduction. We yeah. figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> I love the methamphetamines. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I broke my back trying to try out for CRT. I was in the gym like two or three times though like a day pretty much like i wouldn't come home i would go straight to the gym right after work and then before work before work i'd work out again and stuff and so i herniated my disc and fused two vertebrae in my back doing deadlifts i have no idea no idea i was actually on the rowing machine and Mm. all of a sudden i couldn't feel my legs and so my disc finally just said fuck you yeah. and slipped out and pinched my spine off and so well, nice. i went so i went through a bunch of that but how this ties in is my dad started having back issues mm. and uh you know he he didn't know where it came from no one could figure it out you're just maybe old age or yeah. whatever super active i mean whatnot and uh he goes in for an mri and he's like three hours late and they're like why are you late and he's like well i got lost like how how did you get lost? You mm-hmm. you've been here before. He's like, yeah, I, I don't know actually. I ended up like in Sandpoint. Oh shit! And he's they're like, what? He's like, yeah, I left forty five minutes early because you know I, I'm always early yeah. and stuff. And he's like, I ended up in Sandpoint. I have no idea, no idea how. <sighs> and they're like, what? And they're like, well, okay, so you know, let's fill out your form. And he they give him the form. And he goes, ah, I'm having a hard time with this question. You're like, what was the question? He goes, he's like, well, I, I don't know what you're asking here. And you're like, that's, that's where you fill out your name. 
He and they thought that he was fucking with them. Yeah. He's like, no, I, what? I'm like, uh, what's your name? Um. I'm like, what's your what's your date of birth? Shit. Mm. And so finally, they pull out the wallet, and they're like, oh, okay, well, um, you're not free to go home today. <laughs> And uh, we're going to get you an MRI. And sure shit, they found a brain tumor. And um, they said that it could have been within... It was within three months of it developing. And they didn't know if it was brand new. Just because of how aggressive it was. So you're saying within three months, he went from no cancer... Possibly. He went from no cancer to stage four cancer. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I mean, there's so many ways. Like, right? Like, I mean, we used to work with a girl named Rochelle her short story but her mom was a uh, worked at this bank and uh the um they were closing the bank and it was her and another person right because there had to be two people to close the bank um they close it they go out to their cars she had been complaining of a headache all day mm-hmm. cop rolls in at like 3 a.m sees this car idling at the bank drives over her mom had passed away from a brain aneurysm started the car the other girl drove away you know bam like, it's uh, funny how fragile life is yeah. essentially you know but yeah so i mean so do uh, i assume that you've done a little research on it. i mean is that something like do they have any idea what causes anything like that no no they unfortunately they don't it's like one of the most common oh and sweet most okay. common most aggressive awesome yeah awesome yeah i was like uh, oh great this is a, that's fun yeah because i was thinking about it but then you know i've also got two little boys yeah 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 and i'm like shit i don't you know, if it's genetic, yeah. Fuck, what do I yeah. what do There's I do? But they said it's it's pretty rare to follow a gene path, and it's mostly like environmental or like how you treat your body. And my dad grew up in he was born in Butte, Montana. Uh-huh. You know, so you know, safe living conditions yeah, yeah. with everything being lead in the yeah, amount yeah. of mining and Butte yeah. and stuff. And then he um, worked with fiberglass because he built his own uh, racing boat. Oh. hydroplane well i mean and that's cool yeah yeah and then like paint and all that fun stuff he painted and and then it just working bothers the me automotive. so much that there's really i mean there you know that there's really no way to tell that kind of stuff until you start showing symptoms and by the time you start showing symptoms, yeah, it's too late. you know they say with like dementia mm-hmm. right they say by the time you show dementia you needed to start getting treatments 10 years prior to that yeah yeah right like i mean yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that's sad. I'm sorry to hear that, man. And um, <laughs> but you know when uh, my dad last week he was alive, one of the final conversations that he could actually remember because his, yeah. his brain was gone. Yeah, he was gone, and so like 10 percent of the time of the conversations that you would have with him, he was cognizant. Uh, so there was a lot of times he would be like fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> and you'd be like, what? <laughs> that motherfucker stole the last grilled cheese. And you're like, okay. Uh, All right. Okay. No, I, that actually, he did that. Like I was about half asleep on the couch when he yelled that it was like two o'clock in the morning. Cause they brought in a hospital bed and just sat him in the living room yeah. and on ho- home hospice. Yeah. And so we, and so I was laying, you know, sitting there, mm. fuck Donald Trump. And you're like, what? Um, Oh, maybe he maybe he snuck in and stole the last grilled cheese. Yeah, who knows? Well, and I kind of know what that's like. Mine was a lot slower though. But with my my grandma had dementia, and yeah. the first time I noticed it, she had made me a cheeseburger for lunch, right? And instead of using like she would always she was old school. She would cook in the cast iron yeah, skillet, yeah. right, with like bacon grease or something. 
And uh, she cooked it with Dawn dish soap instead of bacon grease. So did you taste it? Oh, I took a bite and I go, I thought she was cleaning the pan. Well, I mean, she was trying to clean your gut. Yeah. And then I go and I look at the pan and it's like all sudsy. Fuck. And I go, did you just cook this with Dawn dish soap? And she like, she flew off about it a little bit and got defensive and... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was like a secret way to wash your mouth out. And, yeah, but that's but that was the start of it. That's the first thing uh, I remember, you know. And then, and then and then it was like she cooked a whole roast and stuck it in the towel cupboard, and we, nobody knew. Oh, oh, right. so it started rotting or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was sat in there and rotted. It sat in there that's for sad. weeks, probably. Mm. Yeah, that's super sad. And then you know, and then it just got progressively worse. Talk about. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. It's it's a terrible way to go. Where you just, like my well. Two of my grandparents both got dementia, right? And I mean, it was, it's just brutal to watch somebody essentially like lose their mind, not remember stuff. You know, it's just, it's so sad, especially in like your, you know, that's not the way anyone wants to go out, you know? No, no. And you, you know, you always expect to go peacefully in the night. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then you see just people shut down, like grandparents and stuff. And it's, it's awful because, just of all the memories that you have of them and happy and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden it's just, what's weird though, is just right up for to them. the second that she died. I mean, right up to it. Um, I'm the only person that she knew who I was. Mm. Never. I would walk in the room and she always knew who I was and, and yeah. she might mix up her stories or whatever, but she, she would greet me. Her eyes would light up, but none of the other like cousins, my brothers, my parent you know my mom or whatever aunts and uncles and stuff she she had no idea who they were Mm. yeah well what was the way that uh 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 lannister uh was the little guy's name Tyrion lannister yeah how did he want to go you were telling me about (laughs) it the other day (laughs) that's the the best episode (laughs) i swear that it's like in season one episode Uh, four yeah yeah. Show. So anyway, so you let's yeah. get through these last changes. So yeah, your dad died, dad passed away on that last week. The last conversation that he and I had, um, he knew that I had problems with my marriage yeah. for s- several years and everything. And he finally goes, you know what, you need to you need to start doing things for yourself and mm. start being happy. And um, so just weird things how it went about and one of his and he's like biggest regrets is i never stayed in touch with any of my classmates Mm. and um so we uh um that night when he passed away i got in touch with a couple of my classmates one Mm. of them being a girl and talking 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 and um ended up uh hooking up with her Mm. and having a relationship and uh because you know, I got tired of my marriage and mm. didn't know how to end it. And obviously I wasn't wrong. I, yeah. you know, still to this day, that's one of my biggest, biggest regrets that I'll ever have is how I, how I went about that. Mm. You know, can't change the past, but you know, I fucked up and yeah. you know, I'm here to, you know, I'll always, obviously I'm on the radio <laughs> saying it, but, uh, yeah. yeah, it's not the radio podcast. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing, man. It's not live. We should start broadcasting. You, know? you should. <laughs> yeah. At yeah. midnight hour. <laughs> what do you think the HOA would do if I put a big radio? I don't know. <laughs> above my house? I'm curious. I mean, I bet you could probably do it over the internet. Love nights with Ray. Right. 
like just internet broadcast to a I don't know I don't know how it yeah works. Hey. um but, so right. yeah I uh, nice. ran yeah, <laughs> yeah glad you like that um but I uh, ended my marriage via that way and um did uh, and then that relationship tanked yeah rather quickly yeah well Within I mean they like say two weeks yeah they say it's like two weeks it's it's something. Well, I don't remember the exact number, but it's extremely high. Yeah. I mean, like 95% of um, people that uh, ha- like have an affair with a person, that person, there's like a 95, maybe even higher percent yeah. chance that that relationship will not work out. Oh, I was, I was, I was bad on yeah. for a hundred percent right there. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, only time I, my entire life growing up, mm. uh, actually if, Fast forward and now some of the mental issues yeah. I've come of, come across of you know bearing five children, mm. three stepkids, and two of my own, and it kind of brings out some of the dark, dark things about that. We'll we'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll uh, well I'm sure we'll get to that later. Um, but uh, uh, that was the first time I ever cheated. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was it was terrible. Did some soul searching and yeah. stuff, and um, then after a few months, got got back in back into it and then uh, ended up finding the most amazing woman and uh here i am that's awesome so man. it's it's weird on how uh at your darkest time yeah of you can change everything and you know uh 2020 i was miserable mm. i was 305 pounds oh i had a broken back uh messed up shoulder you know i hated life you know i love my kids yeah love my kids never never ever would uh say anything else about yeah. that but um yeah i love my kids and stuff you know i never regret that but yeah it's funny how the darkest time and then all of a sudden you roll into your greatest yeah well i mean that's that's awesome mm-hmm. the um well, I mean, 2020 was just, you know, a, a year fuck. of awesomeness, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you worked in a jail, you had to wear a Tyvek suit, you know, like just I, those just, pictures were amazing. Yeah. Just Ghostbusters. Awesome. Right. Yeah. They're, so they're, if uh, any director was, is yeah. listening currently, <laughs> um, yeah. but, yeah. um, yeah. So, so, okay. So fast forward, you, you went through those changes. You recently made a career change. Yeah, I quit. You, yeah, you quit being a corrections officer. Yeah, um, so done with that. I gave gave the training stuff away. The you know, was, as you're aware, I was FTO with mm-hmm. you and um, taught at the in house academy. Yeah. You know, you so, actually taught the class before mine, which we always <laughs> tied in together. Yeah. Um, so, so what? Before we get into that, what yeah. spawned the idea of? Now is the time that I just need to leave. Yeah, I'm very curious about that. <laughs> I kind of figured this would be brought up actually. Yeah. Um, it was the it was the duty re- to retreat policy that came out. I don't know if you guys are well aware that that policy actually has my name on it. Mm. That's my policy. I may I'm a legend for your guys' <laughs> department now. I actually made policy. Oh. So that policy came out. I'm be- sure I've made policy too. Yeah, well, yeah. I know. I know. I've made policy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, you know how proactive I was. Yeah, and uh, always wanted to be in the mix and do as best as I could. And um, there was an incident that came up of when the worker guys kept 
broken into and okay. all that fun stuff. And we were given a direct order to, you know, do perimeters around work crew yeah. and stuff. And I roll around middle of the night, you know, just trying to stay awake. So I'm not falling asleep, trying to be a good little CO and, uh, you know, daddy love me. Mm-hmm. Um, go around the backside of work crew and I start hearing voices in the bushes and bushes are moving. And this is day after work crew got broken into. And I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. I, I'm in the middle of a burglary by myself. Yeah. In the middle of the night and not, not really, not really cozy. And yeah, so yeah. I call for, for backup and I'm okay. like, Hey, I got bushes, you know, bushes moving, people talking stuff like that. You know, I'm, I'm probably interrupting a burglary right now. And, um, the new sergeant, I'm going to leave names out and stuff, but new sergeant didn't like that because he wasn't a part, he didn't want anything to do with that because he was from different part of the agency. Okay. And, um, you know, he's like, well, this is your area. I was like, well, we were given a direct order. This is our area and came out. I didn't, you know, I pulled yeah. my gun, but it was in a low ready didn't yeah. point at anything. Use my good policy procedure stuff and training and everything else. And I was also a reserve police officer. Yeah. So I, I knew how to be safe out there. Call for backup. You know, got backup out there. And um, we ended up, we never found anything, but we we could hear talking as we got closer and they were kind of moving away. The bushes would move and yeah. then we'd move. And so we, okay, well we chased them out of there. We yeah. interrupted, maybe interrupted, maybe, you know, there was some red light shenanigans going, going down. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that got interrupted. Well, next sergeant's meeting, he brought, brings that up mm-hmm. and all of a sudden that, this policy comes out. Hey, you will retreat. You won't contact. We don't want you contacting. If a citizen asks you a question, you're going to ignore them and run away and hide. And I'm like, and you're going to monitor via security cameras and all this stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa, wait. Don't we have a duty to protect people? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, obviously our duties are inside the fence line. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we should be proactive. If someone's trying to throw stuff over the fence, what do we do now? Nothing. I'm like, oh, okay, so we're just gonna allow this to happen. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna knowingly endanger lives mm. with all the drugs, knives, whatever could be thrown over. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many fentanyl patches. I actually caught a knife once. Mm-hmm. That was that was fun. I don't know if you guys ever found that out. Mm-hmm. Kind of mm-hmm. a shady shady work I was doing. But uh yeah. It was all within policy though. No, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never violate policy. Yeah. But um, the uh, yeah knife came over the fence one day, and I had the intel because I worked in a gang unit. Yeah, and knew where it was, and I got it before anyone else did. And so it was that kind of stuff that I was like, we should be proactive mm. in protecting and safety and security. Yeah, that's what we're all about, right? Safety and security. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we are. But you're not going to engage. And I'm like, okay, well, at this point, before I get shot, stabbed, drugged, whatever, you know, someone dies on my watch because I could have prevented it, but you tied my hands behind my back. Mm. I'm done. So I'm what done. you're saying is you would rather go back to being an unpaid reserve <laughs> volunteer. I would. Than work there. I would. Mm. Huh. It's safer. Weirdly it's, enough, it's safer. The, it's it's well, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of scary on how much info that I know about that place. That I can't tell anyone ever. 
ever. And it, it, it literally scared the crap out of me when they said, you cannot be proactive anymore. Hmm. You took away my one tool to keep everyone safe. And I'm like, you know, God bless you boys. Like seriously, good luck. Hmm. I, so I walked away from it. Hmm. I was like, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna die at the well, hands of, of somebody that puts in a stupid ass policy. I mean, cause you gave what, like a, like a month notice, a month and a half. Yeah. Month and a half. Yeah. I, I said, I'd give them that much so that hmm. way they can get their, their stuff together. And I figured I would have a, you know, some sort of exit interview or yeah. anything. Nothing. The only email I got was from a Lieutenant that I, I trusted. Mm. and uh he gave me a little spiel on you know he was proud of me and hmm. you know thanks me for everything and all my hard work seen and unseen because I, I did work in the shadows a yeah. lot <laughs> yeah. which was fun it yeah. was a lot of fun but um yeah he thanked me and no one ever stopped me no one ever said hey let's think about this hey no let's let's not do this what They've can just, we do yeah, yeah nothing yeah. nothing Human resources scoffed at me when I turned in my exit interview for them. They emailed it to me my very last day, filled it out, never got contacted. And they actually lost my insurance paperwork mm. for um, my Cobra plan. Mm. So that was that was fun. I they, uh, <laughs> get an email, hey, yeah, you don't have insurance today. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, uh, the county never filled out your stuff. Cool. That's so I, uh, you know, contact Washington state say, Hey, what plans do you have available? And so got that figured out. Luckily enough, there wasn't any lapses yeah. in insurance. Luckily That's enough. Good. So, but yeah, yeah, that was, that was good times. Huh. Month and a half of, of like, well, nothing. All right. Jeez. You obviously, I am a stormtrooper. Huh? Well, with that, I think we'll take a break. Yep. Yeah. Let's take a break. Good time. <laughs> Jason and I would like to continue the quote of the week, and we need your help. Absolutely. Yep. What we want you to do <laughs> is submit your comments. Yeah, yeah. Give us a quote. And you can do it, I mean, almost anywhere. So right. uh, there's dadfactors at gmail.com, right? You can find us on uh, almost, yeah, pretty much any social media platform. Yeah. Right. Twitter, at dadfactors. Yeah. TikTok Dad Factors, Instagram is mm-hmm. Dad Factors, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook is Dad Factors. Every, yep. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, get a hold of us. Drop us a line. Um, we're trying to, of course, build like a, a base and uh, engagement is kind of how you do that. So, yeah. And, and if you have a good quote and you'd like us to use your quote, hit us up any social media platform you want to. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Meatloaf, <laughs> ma, the meatloaf. <laughs> You're welcome. What was that on? Oh, uh, that was. Um, <laughs> I'm starting. Wedding crashers. I'm starting to break with that. By the way, wedding ma, crashers. the meatloaf, ma, meatloaf. God, I don't even know what she's doing back there. God, fuck. All right. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Never fails. You hit record. Dog starts barking, <laughs> door starts slamming. Yeah. You know. People calling for meatloaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <clears throat> Ted, before the break, hey. we how were, we started to chat Hi. a little bit about how, so you've got five kids. Yeah. Two of my own, three stepkids, yeah. So the stepkids are with your current fiance. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and 
what I mean. What's the ages? Two two five five seven. Oh, so wow. you got two two year olds. Yeah. Toddlers, basically. Fuck yeah. Just, we over, do. just over toddlers. <laughs> yeah, we do. And two five year olds. Yeah. And two and one seven year old. Yeah. Wow. You got your hands full. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's what the mess for. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We nice. talked about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. I would probably take up that hobby if I <laughs> this is this is full circle. <laughs> yeah, actually it's funny, is um the hardest thing I've ever done by far, jobs, any details, anything like that. Trying to quit meth. Well, <laughs> okay, including I'm, that? I'm not I'm not trying to quit. Uh, yeah, you, know. you have to want to quit. Yeah. yeah I get there, it. There's I get there's it. yeah. Yeah, no. There needs to be a necessity to quit, and uh, I need more, actually. It's a, it's a problem. <laughs> uh, Let the record state he's not actually on the meth diet, okay? Yeah, in case no. Out there. no. Actually, uh, home cooking um, and uh, exercise. Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff that helped me with after my dad passed and divorce and stuff was diet and exercise. Like, just sticking to it. Didn't have anyone else to really worry about. So yeah. My ex-wife didn't like any of the healthy cooking. And uh, so I can cook whatever and did low carb and uh, worked with a nutritionist and got what like my body needed and how to taper off. And I lost 105 pounds. Nice. Yeah. So that's awesome. dude. 105 pounds. 105 pounds, man. Diet and exercise. And it's weird because I, like uh, we lost together. a human, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We worked together, obviously, but. I you know you were on graveyard and I was on days opposite ends a week or whatever I yeah. barely see you and then every once in a while I'd run into you and I'd be like damn he's lost a lot of weight yeah yeah and then I'd see you three months later and you know, you'd lost more weight <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey how are you <laughs> uh, pull ups now actually I lost uh, another five pounds mm-hmm. um, fiance and I our wedding date's coming up and um, in April and she wanted to slim out which she doesn't need to. You know, I'm gonna send her this recording, and she absolutely <laughs> does not need to. Does not need to. She is in smart, top smart physical. Man. No, I, and I tell her every day. Actually, yeah. today she's. I was like, God, babe, you're so beautiful. And she's mm. like, Shut up. No, I'm not. I'm like, No, you are. And she's like, Oh, my bedhead, like mm. puffy out hair, no makeup on. I'm like, Yeah, you're gorgeous. Yeah. She's like, You're blind. And I, and then I, you know rack my knee straight on our bed frame trying to get your glasses yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah no so we're on this like new low carb kick thing and uh so i've lost and then doing pull-ups so Mm. i do probably about 50 pull-ups a day holy cow yeah not including like push-ups sit-ups but like yeah pull-ups are my my jam right now and yeah i lost five pounds just uh adding pull-ups into my wow daily routine yeah Mm. So, but, so parenting plans. Do you guys have any free days yourself? Um, it's very hit and miss, especially yeah. with her rotating schedule. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, because you said she's she's on FTO right now. Yeah, yeah. So she just went from power shift, which was awful. Yeah. Um, you know her her kids are their entire world revolves around mom. Yeah. And you know I'm not going to go into their past relationship yeah. and stuff, but. mommy was everything yeah you know um there was no deviation from that mom fed them mom clothed them mom did this mom did that yeah and then here i am yeah and mom's not home and so 
you know, power shift sucked. Yeah, and a little bit now of a learning curve. Yeah, and now she's on graveyard, and she's never worked a night shift in her entire life. Oh, mm. sweet. Yeah, sweet. and I'm and I'm the night owl in the house, and yeah. I get up at six thirty in the morning. Mm. You know, so um, it's kind of funny right now. I'm like, ha ha ha. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so is she digging it? She loves it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah she loves it. Yeah. She got in a chase with somebody, and she's lightning fast. Super fast. Uh, actually, how I started getting into running more. Oh, was, foot chase. Yeah. Foot chase, okay. Yeah, I should chase after some guy and caught him. Like, by the time dispatcher already got out that they had a foot chase, she already had him. Oh, damn. Mm. Yeah. She's like, yeah, and fucking get away from me. That's Freaking funny. Horse collared him. And oh, dope. him down. Yeah, I was like, and she's she's a dainty little thing. And That's awesome. Yeah, she beat the crap out of this dude. Which yeah. I'm like, I'm like, whew, is it getting hot in here or is it me? <laughs> you know, I'm like, whew. That's uh, but... No, yeah. Um, oh, you're into that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you gotta uh, pay extra. Bring in a new light. So, into yeah, it. yeah. What's well, a ZJ? Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there I was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the five kids. It's uh, it's been it's been crazy. It's been a, a, obviously the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. So and with her different schedules, it's been even harder. With uh, and I'm trying to get the back f- to that was the different schedules and her kids and stuff and mm. not having days off together has been hard and that's it's been tough. So. The middle two kids, they're in they're in school or no? Yeah, yeah, we got like one. Preschool. Yeah, yeah, preschool. Mm. Yeah, so we have a first grader, two preschoolers, and uh, the tiny terrorists, as what they are <laughs> called. <laughs> ah. So my youngest, he um, uh, he's a He's he lives up to his name, Coltrane. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't care. Does not care. He'll he'll blast anything. <laughs> nice. And uh, he screams his head off. Like you go to pick him up, and he'll just do this like bellowing screech where you yeah. like you drop him because your head hurts so bad, and you then you feel bad, and then he like <laughs> he gets up and runs off because he he got away. Yeah, it's like he just threw up, <laughs> threw on like some grease on his body, and was like, ah, I'm taking That's off. Funny. And then her her youngest daughter gets into everything, and she's yeah. she's my little shadow now. Yeah. And so, like, I'll put something down, and then I turn around and grab it, and it's gone. It's gone. Mm. And I'm like, where'd it go? And I look in the light socket, and I'm like, huh. <laughs> the uh, light socket? Yeah. <laughs> That's not where that goes. <laughs> huh. And the, she doesn't, yeah. Yeah, I got a... A little household of uh, mutants. Yeah, they don't. They don't feel pain. They don't feel anything. They're oh, they're funny. they're they make a little. They make it a little more trickier than just five kids. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, I wouldn't change it for the world. That's it's awesome. hard, but it's, it's yeah, fun. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't have very many friends that are like stay at home dads. You know, like yeah, role you know role reversal whatever. Like it's just not. Yeah. I don't have that many. I used to know? be that. Yeah. Really? Briefly. Yeah. I mean, I say briefly is probably maybe a year, but maybe a little longer, but yeah. It it was tough. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not. How was, so here's, here's the part where I rolled I, in. But I only had one kid though. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not, but, and that wasn't easy. So <laughs> how was, how was your mental health? <laughs> I mean, I don't remember. It's been a while. It was my oldest boy when, yeah. you know, when he was in diapers. So it wasn't like, you know. I, uh. There's there's a lot of stuff that gets brought up when you are a stay at home parent. Yeah. And with the amount of chaos that I've gone on and stuff that you're like, shit, I I didn't realize this about myself. And like type A people and people who are very goal 
goal oriented and stuff like that. And like, you know, I'm used to cutting the head off my enemy, bringing it home, throwing it on the table and be like, raw, look at me, wife. <laughs> and then she gets home and I'm like, well, um, sorry, honey. It was a bad day. I didn't, uh, I didn't do this or this. And uh, she's like, babe, you did great. Like, you know, kids are healthy. Dinner's made. No one died. Like, yeah. She's like, <laughs> you know, and, but, but There's what's a, that fork doing in the light side? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> that's a trap for me that they laid. Oh, that's the new switch. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> the new switch. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, there's a lot of things that get brought up that about that, that I've kind of a little self-discovery and stuff that I've been working through, which actually is, that's why I said it's probably the hardest thing that I've ever done. Yeah. And, but. It's also been one of the greatest things I've ever done. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what they say about like, like my wife, right? Stay at home mom. She, uh, sometimes it's super hard, but she says it's like probably the most rewarding thing you can do. And I've heard that from a lot of people. Like it's super I rewarding. Say, I wouldn't say rewarding right now. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't say rewarding because yeah. a lot of times I'm like, I can't even go to the bathroom because I'm too worried about the cat being <laughs> like, it, yeah. being put over a barbecue and like <laughs> <laughs> spit roasted. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, oh God, yeah. what's going on here? And then like, well, I mean, you got you got a lot of kids, man. Five is a lot. Yeah, that's a lot to deal with. Full so. throttle. Yeah, from six thirty a.m. Yeah, till nine p.m. Full throttle. And do you guys have a house apartment? What do you guys have? House. Yeah, house. We, we just got a house. Mm. So crazy thing. We 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 turned up the uh, the crazy. Yeah. So when uh, fiance and I decided to move in together, mm. save a little money and stuff. Yeah. Her apartment was bigger than mine. Okay. Okay. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Her apartment was bigger than mine. So we move in, two bedrooms, two bedroom apartment, one bathroom, <laughs> five oh. kids, five kids, two wow. adults and two dogs. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta have animals in the mix, man. Hashtag YOLO. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So it was, it was El Pollo Loco for, yeah. for a while. Um, and, uh, you know, her going through the academy and me graveyarder mm. and stuff going through that yeah we we needed a house and so luckily enough she uh able to secure a home for us and yeah, yeah so we got our we got our house and loving that every kid's got their own bedroom and, oh wow um, we have three bathrooms and downstairs living room which has been utilized more than i ever thought because she's graveyard now so yeah when i'm home with the the kids and stuff and you guys see just, downstairs? Yeah. 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 So she's able to sleep. And yeah. Kids are still, you know, somewhere yeah. to play. We had to, me and Ray both recently had to transition to night shift because. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. Well, staffing shortages essentially and post, postman cut and stuff. But um, we uh, we both got uh, bo- those Bose. Um, sleep buds. Sleep buds. Yeah. And. Yeah, my house could be burning down, dude. I'm not waking up. I'm today. telling you right now. <laughs> I don't wake up anything. Well, you heard the dogs when you came in today, yeah, right? Yeah, they they do that when somebody drives by during the day. Yeah, you know? so I I feel bad because she's sleeping, and yeah. I you know obviously I worked eight years on graveyard, and so you know, and then that's not even including my volunteer work, which was all graveyard. Yeah, and so um, you know I I know it, and uh, so. 
hearing the dogs and the kids and stuff. I like, there's times where she wakes up and I'm like, I'm so sorry, honey. Like I, I'm sure you didn't sleep like you sleep very well and stuff. And she's like, no, I slept great. I was like, Oh, you, you didn't hear when, uh, the shop, (laughs) the kids shopping cart bashed across one of the Uh, other kids' face and like fight was on. Oh, that happened? Oh, yeah. Oops. <laughs> so there's a little red mark on the, you know, huh. and, uh, but it was, it was earned because, uh, <laughs> you know, we learned lessons today is what we're trying to say. Yeah. No. And, uh, for the record, there's, there's never a shopping cart. <laughs> wasn't a Whatever, shopping dude. Cart. I know Walmart's missing a few shopping carts. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I mean, we have a sweet, sweet hill behind us. Yeah. So that would be, that'd be awesome to push. Yeah. Oh yeah, there I, you go. I took the kids' sled one day. One day when it was a nice little dumping of snow, uh-huh. took it down there. Forgot about the fence underneath the snow. Oh, yeah. Did you hit the fence? Oh yeah. Oh sweet. First time I ever scorpioned. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that has oh. to be good for your broken back. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, felt I know. Great. I know it has to be healed and stuff, but. I uh, no no no. Actually, I was told uh, by my surgeon that. Because uh, I had to have back surgery. Yeah. Not a lot of people knew that. Uh, I took three, three, four days off at work. Everyone thought I was on vacation. No, I had back surgery. And three or four days? Yeah. So they took a needle and injected a bunch of like cortisol and a bunch of other meds yeah. into my back. And then they used the needle and took the herniated disc and like pried it off of my... Uh, oh, that sounds... Yeah. Painless, actually. Yeah, I yeah. didn't have any anesthetic. I mean, who no. doesn't want to use a, a needle as a crowbar? Essentially a spry, yeah, it was awesome. Apart. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was awesome. But he said I would have to have the surgery probably once every like five years. And, oh. it, and that was six years ago. Oh, cool. Five, five years ago. Yeah, it was five years ago. So can yeah, you feel so. like, can you, can you tell like, ah, it's mm-hmm. about that time? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I've kind of lost, you know two children off of my body <laughs> yeah well that's and, true huh so you probably feel a lot better oh yeah 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 a whole whole lot better but uh um there's days where i can't walk yeah like i can't put my hands past my knees and stuff like that and mm. just it depends on what i eat or um pick something up wrong well inflammation will get you yeah it's yeah. super bad um first mm. time getting rona mm. the Actually, you know, the, you know, they're always like, oh, you're going to die because you're going to drown in your own lungs and blah, blah, blah. The worst part of Rona besides the kids (laughs) being at home. (laughs) So they they couldn't go to school because Rona. Oh, yeah. And so they're at home and I'm like, you know, everyone's like, oh, how are the kids? Are they okay? Do they need anything? Like, you know, do any doctor's appointments or anything? Like, we'll help you. I'm like, no, actually, I wish they would go the heck outside <laughs> because they're driving me nuts. Right. They can't feel anything. Like, they're they're fine. Yeah. They just test positive. There's nothing wrong with them. You know who's, who's suffering? Me. Yeah. My back is killing me because of the inflammation in my body. Yeah, yeah. And that was the only thing that happened. Mm. And I got a little cough. Yeah. It was like I was out in the cold all day. Mm. That was about it. Like I had a little head cold and uh, had a little cough that lingered for about a week. I've heard a lot of people say their back and like their joints yeah. just ache. Yeah. It's well, just inflammation. Um, a lot of people say when they got the vaccine that their back was just killing. Yeah. Them. Yeah. 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 When that first, first rounds of vaccines and stuff came out, like, well, you know how many people were out because of flu-like symptoms. Yeah. yeah. And... It's because of the inflammation from the yeah from the vaccine, and I was like, why would I, why would I knowingly like screw up my body and then still end up getting Rona? Yeah, 
I don't understand this. Yeah, well, not very many people put. I mean, you know, people are very forgetful. But I mean, when you were when you were told the initial round of the vaccine, it was that you wouldn't get Rona if you didn't yeah. get the vaccines, right? So yeah, now it's know. and now whatever. I don't know. It definitely seems it <laughs> definitely seems shifted, like it's on the back burner. They shifted quickly to let me bring this up for a second. Oh, okay, this, this okay, yeah, really hey, gets my goat. Yeah. You know what? You, you know what really grinds, grinds my, my gears? gears? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this really grinds my gear. So uh, then they shifted to. Oh, well, it helps you get over it faster. Okay, how the fuck do you know that? Yeah. How is that even possible? I, how, how do you measure that? Right? Because well, yeah. you essentially have this illness that's not the same for everybody. Everybody reacts to it differently. Yeah. And they're saying, if you get this, it helps you get over it faster. Well, it's the same thing to me as like, <laughs> it's the same thing as like privilege, right? Like, well, you don't know you have your privilege. But you have privilege. <laughs> it's the same argument. Like, uh, so you're telling me, like, you know, th- there's no way. To, there's no way to disprove <laughs> what you're telling me. You know, like if I get the vaccine and I get and I get uh, yeah. COVID, there's no way to prove yeah. that I had right. less symptoms. Oh, would I have had it for a month if I didn't get the vaccine? Yeah. And now I only had it for two weeks. <clears throat> what I, yeah, I don't. I don't understand. But it's funny COVID. because a lot of people bought off on that, right? Like, I mean, I've been told a lot, like, oh man, that person was really unhealthy when they got COVID. If they didn't get the vaccine. They probably would have died. Like, well, yeah. I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. know. Like, I'm not a scientist. I don't know, but I sure do question things more now than I ever a have. A lot. Before. You know, it's it's it sucks when when people die. Obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's sad. You know, no one no one wants someone else to die. Yeah. But uh, you know, when someone dies of COVID and stuff, you're like, was it really was it really COVID? Yeah. And there's there's a lot of that stuff that recently came out where yeah. it's like underlying conditions and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's sad, you know, but you're well, also was, like, well, it, more people die from the flu. Yeah. And I'm well, like, well, depends on what year you look at. Because that's awful. 2021, right? Wasn't it 2021 where the flu almost went ex- extinct? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Jason and I were looking it up. One day. Well, Jason <laughs> was looking it up, but, but I saw it. Anyway, so, um, and I want to say in like 2019, was it worldwide? Worldwide? There was yeah, like, like five million people died. There was like yeah. yeah, like a couple million. Say a couple yeah. million. I don't know what the numbers were. Six point eight trillion. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a couple million people died of the flu. Yeah. And then in 2021, there was like 300 people that died of the flu. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think you know I what I mean. It, yeah. I think it went up to like, a couple thousand. Okay, yeah. so COVID came out, and all of a sudden the yeah, flu is extinct. Weird how that. But works. they they recently came out with the term how many people died of COVID mm-hmm. rather than died that. with that. COVID. Yeah, well, because originally substantial. Yeah, uh, I want to say when my dad passed away, uh, his COVID was originally listed on his thing. Oh really? And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Died to the fucking brain tumor? What the? What? He didn't have COVID. Uh. He didn't have anything." And so his doctor actually contacted the ME's office and said, "No, he died from a brain tumor. You're not. No, you're going to take that off." So originally, oh, so my dad was one of those people that like they took away one of the tally marks from COVID because of, and I'm like. What the fuck? That's weird. Yeah. Wow, you guys are digging so deep that someone who dies from yeah, it's brain cancer they got their seventy-five grand or whatever yeah. from. Yeah. Well, I heard it was like whoever else. Yeah, not, yeah. Whatever. I don't know what kind of conspiracy theory that is, but I heard like seventy-five hundred bucks or something like that is what hospitals are getting paid from the from the Fed is what I heard uh, to deal with like COVID deaths. 
to market because i mean if you remember back in the day if you remember back in the day like they were saying like they're out of body bags they don't have enough room to store the dead bodies look at uh was it safeco field Mm. or CenturyLink field i don't even know what they call it now is it still CenturyLink? you're a big seahawks fan well i haven't watched football in like Okay, fair. Two years. Fair. So. Anyway, CenturyLink Stadium, you know. Whatever. Football they, stadium in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised <laughs> they didn't occupy that. Anyway. Um, they uh, Probably full of tents. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, But they turned that into a COVID hospital. Oh, geez. And they, they originally had like a ship stationed out there, like oh. in the harbor yeah. waiting and like had this. They turned CenturyLink Stadium into... um. Because what into were they going to pile a bunch of sick people onto a boat and drive it out in the middle of the ocean? They did that in Massachusetts. Come back and they were all healed. We just dropped them off somewhere else. <laughs> Magically. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like North Korea when they got their, yeah. <laughs> their COVID case, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, the next day, there was no more cases. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> crazy how that works. <laughs> we, we had, we we had one him. person die with COVID. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ignore <Yeah>. the bullet <laughs> hole. <laughs> Singular yeah. bullet hole. Um, but, uh, yeah, they turned it into a field hospital uh-huh. and they tore it down and moved it to like Mexico or something because yeah. they didn't have a single case in that, ho- in that field hospital. Interesting. And I was like, yeah, talk about your overreaction. Yeah. Well, I remember, you remember they, they, uh, moved that was it like Navy hospital boat or whatever it was yeah. off of New York and they put like 13 people on it, mm-hmm. but they weren't COVID patients. They were like the overflow you know or whatever i don't know i don't know it was a really weird time in history it's very strange right now that uh it got, a placed, it. it got placed in the back burner and now you know we're looking at world war three so yeah very strange yeah i mean it's definitely not because like you know those conspiracy I'm glad theorists, i'm flat-footed those conspiracy yeah. theorists said um that the COVID would end because 2022 is an election year. I'm glad that didn't come through, come true. So (laughs) I'm just throwing that out there. Like it's funny how much stuff was guessed and how much stuff has actually come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy on how the world changes and the newest and greatest event. COVID's going to be, I'm afraid for my kids, man. In like six or eight months, this is my prediction. COVID's going to be like murder hornets were, you know, just a blip. I wanted so? one. I wanted forget. one. I wanted to catch one. Everybody's just going to forget about it. Murder. And then it's gone. I wanted to catch one. And like, supposedly those things are still around, man. They didn't get rid of them. Like, but, but it's funny, essentially, right? Where they say like, pay attention. They say, you know, like a magician, you look at my right hand. Don't ever look at what I'm doing with my left. Right. Bill Clinton was the one that said, uh, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, what about Bill Clinton right hands? He, <laughs> he's the one that said, you never let a good crisis go to waste. Right. Like, but it's funny how attention drawn the media can pinpoint, right? Like we're off, yeah. we're off from COVID. We're on to yeah, defend Ukraine. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. just funny. I mean, I don't know if there's anything going on with the old left hand why they're pointing our attention in this direction. But well, it's uh, it's funny is um, there's a lot of uh, emails that I get that are talk about bill house bills and mm. stuff put up. And for votes, actual votes. And it's like banned uh, body armor for um, the civilian and all this stuff that Mm. have been put up for vote. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, we're sitting here worried about Rona. Yeah. El Rona. (laughs) And uh, 
we have all this other things going on and none of this stuff gets brought up. Yeah. Yeah. And if it wasn't for, you know, somebody on one end of the spectrum going, Hey, what about this? Yeah. You know, granted, I'm sure there's little mistruth in there somewhere, you know, always is, but yeah, but, uh, you know, it's something to bring up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, really, Rona, what about all these other issues that we have going on? Well, the funny thing, I mean, and you, you want to don't get too deep into conspiracy theories, but I watched a video the other day talking about, you know who Alex Jones is, right? They're turning the frogs gay, that guy <laughs> off of like Rogan, right? Little he, out he there. Did, he literally said that. Yeah. If you don't know. No, I <laughs> don't. I've it. never heard that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. But, um, uh, you know, he runs this site called InfoWars, which is like, a, uh, depends on who you listen to, but super. Yeah. Cons- what's the word? Conspiratorial site. Conspiracy right? theorist. Like yeah. A big one. But, but he, he was the guy that predicted in Feb. Uh, it was like February of last year. Yeah. I be- or no. It was seven months ago. Whatever that is. He's the one that predicted in February we'll, we'll be going to war with Russia. And then... S- and then bag shocker, right? And I'm like, what? I mean, obviously there's something. There has to be something. People just always guess this shit, right? So you want to hear? You want to hear something crazier? Is uh about your whole, you know, which hand is doing what? Mm. Uh, you know, Russia is doing its uh, Ukraine thing. What I saw on the news the other day is uh, Navy ships doing just patrol work saw an entire fleet of China Chinese warships. Yeah. In uh, off the coast of Taiwan, yeah, and yeah. China has said they want Taiwan. Yeah, they want to take. Well, I mean, it over. they said that what? Yeah, a while. I mean, years, a, year, a couple years ago, they were but, like harassing. You know, them. everyone's yeah. so focused on Russia right now, and then Chinese government is like, "Hey, yeah. well, if, I mean, you're, it's funny. if you're over here worried about this, we can we can do this, well, and you're not going to do shit." It's about funny it. the precedents that they're setting with Ukraine, right? Because they're yeah. saying like, "We're not going to help Ukraine." You can because they're not they're not a entire, NATO country. You can invade right? an entire country, yeah, and we're not going to. But do as shit. soon as you invade a NATO country, then you're on our shit list, right? Like we'll supply whatever to at you. W- at what price? It's what is it? Uh, U.S. has to give so much percentage. Because of its population or stance in NATO, that oh, it has for to NATO? give, yeah, it has to give to NATO and how many reserves of military supplies and stuff to them but, every year. But the funny thing is, right? So, if they're not willing to do anything for a non-NATO country, yeah, Taiwan's not a NATO country. So, I mean, are these other countries like hold, hold up? Hold You're up. telling hold. me I can invade as long as it's not a NATO country? I'm going to change uh, that shit from made in Taiwan to made in China. Yeah, well. You know, the funny thing, though, I mean, with that was, you remember when, uh, um, God, what was going on? It was uh, something with COVID. And remember, they wouldn't, the FDA or the, the WHO, it was the WHO, World Health Organization, wouldn't say Taiwan. Do you remember that? Yeah. They wouldn't even say the word. No. And that was, God, what, a year and a half ago? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it's funny. It's, it's very interesting it times that we currently live in. It's very. It scares me. For I kind of worry about my kids. Yeah. I, yeah. Because I mean, then you have things like you know, uh, Meta, right? Yeah. And and who knows what that's going to lead to, and who knows where the news is transitioning to? Like, I mean, you already have a, a news source all the time in your pocket, right? They say if you leave your phone at home, you have missing limb syndrome. 
right? You're constantly feeling for your phone. Like yeah, you, you have uh, like ghost vibrations. Yeah, you have ghost vibrations, but you also feel like a piece of you is missing. Right? Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, ready player one, man. Here we come, right? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's getting ready. It is. I mean, it's funny how many people are on to like, you look at how many people have made a ton of money on NFTs, right? Or, or uh, I don't know what you call, call crypto in there. Yeah. yeah. But um, a lot of people are super excited about that metaverse, and what you can do in it. I mean, and, and to Elon me, Elon Musk like, and his uh, com- his computer chip and the pig. You can buy oh property. Neuralink. Yeah, yeah Neuralink. Yeah, you can buy property in on the metaverse. metaverse. Yeah, virtual property. Yeah. So I mean, <sighs> I I have no idea. I have no idea. It's going to be very very weird. I mean, not only with uh, Meta, um, and, and but I mean, just driving. You know, driving. It, I bet. So my kids, I bet we'll learn to drive. But my kids' as kids, I bet driving will be a thing of the past. Like you might be able to learn how to drive, but it won't be required. Well, look at look at uh, like household phones. I know. Yeah, yeah. cord corded phones yeah. or uh, rotary phones. Even bigger example. Yeah. I know what a fo- rotary phone is because my uncle's house. How many how many people right now? If you were to take a rotary phone <laughs> out there and be like, "All right, I want you to call even a simple number, call number one." Yeah. And they 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 couldn't do that. What, yeah, I mean, but you also got to look at like technology in today too on how many jobs have went away, right? Like, you know how many tellers used to be at a bank? Yeah. That ATM now. just did away with, and ATMs aren't even a big thing anymore. Yeah, it's all through mobile stuff. Yeah, and is, so uh, so um, uh, uh, cashiers, mm-hmm. right? Cashiers are becoming a thing of the past. Yeah. Uh, uh, taking orders, Taking orders at restaurants is going to be a thing of the past here soon. So I don't know, man. It's gonna be yeah. interesting. I, my kids, I'm you know, I I legitimately am worried about for my kids' this yeah. future because you know um, everything that uh, that happens right now is I'm like, well, they're innocent lives, and yeah. you know, I can I can make a decision and you know know what's right from wrong, but they're just getting fed, and, and I'm not sitting in my kids' school going, what are what are they being taught? Yeah. What are they doing here and this and that? Um, so it's it is concerning. Yeah, well, that's the problem with schools too. I mean, that's been brought up a lot. Is like you're pay- <laughs> We talked about that a couple episodes ago, I think, with uh, you send your kids to school with somebody, and I'm not dogging on teachers here at all, but you send your your kids to school, and they're taught by somebody who makes fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Right, and I mean, you're you're essentially. Uh, Shitting on teachers. I'm not Go shitting on. on teachers. No, not at all. If that's your chosen profession, that is what it is. I'm simply saying that you're sending your kids to be possibly indoctrinated yeah. by someone else's beliefs that mm-hmm. has topped out at, I mean, I don't know. What does a teacher top out at? 70? We'll say 70,000 a year. I think the national average is like 50. Okay. Yeah. But what, what I'm saying it's is, close. I mean, like... You're With hoping like, and what, praying 30, 30 kids in their classroom. Yeah. yeah. But you're hoping like. and praying that these ideals that your teacher has mm-hmm. uh, align with your values. Well, Jesus, yeah. go to a college right now. I promise you, like college professors are on a whole different I, uh, wavelength of of So I'm finishing beliefs. my degree right now. Yeah. You know, being a stay home dad is also finishing my degree that's you know, I'm trying to finish my four year uh-huh. that's taken seven years to finish. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, trying to finish that. And I emailed my professor like week one. I haven't heard anything and you know, all it's online and yeah. there's, there's no care and, but they get paid to just kind of 
you know, let the computer teach us. And uh-huh. she types, you know, like maybe two sentences to your little discussion review. And that's, that's her paycheck. She doesn't care. So, <clears throat> you know, that's, that's one teacher, but then I have another one who will give like full speeches yeah, and yeah. everything else. And so elementary schools, how do you, how do you know which one's which mm-hmm. I have two classes, hugely different professors. Yeah. So which professor do my kids have? Kids have? Yeah. And it's hard. Yeah, it's no, it's hard. very hard. And then, especially that's one of the funny things with COVID. I think is that so many teachers resigned, right? Because they didn't like that parents took such an interest in their kids' school. That's <laughs> yeah. a real thing. Like all these teachers are like, yeah. man, like all these, and and I understand what they're saying. They're getting Monday morning quarterback all day. Sure. Um, by by Join parents, law enforcement. By parents sitting, <laughs> yeah, by parents sitting in the background being like. I disagree with what this teacher's saying. Whereas before you had no idea what the teacher was saying. Yeah. You know? And so I don't know. I mean, yeah. It, interesting times, but soon, I don't know. You'll put on a VR headset or get a chip in the back of your head and bam, you won't even need to go to school. You know, you just, Oh, you mean like uh, start download, download karate. And yeah, stuff? yeah. 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 Oh. I need to know how to fly a helicopter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I need to learn how to hotwire Ducati. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, never mind. He's got the keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know a guy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. so uh, on that, on those lines, uh, <laughs> which topic? Do you have? Do you have a? Do you have a plan? Do I have uh, a plan? Tentatively or otherwise? Well, I'm gonna uh, wake up, make breakfast, for and, uh, tackle it. Breakfast, breakfast for helping. You know, for teaching your kids. Uh, the ways of the world, you know what I mean? Because like my youngest boy is super smart for mm-hmm. his age, super smart, and uh, almost yeah, it scares me sometimes. But he's always <laughs> talking about like genocide, <laughs> nuking people, oh. weird shit, you know. And, and but you know he'll hear some stuff. Sleep on with the, one eye open. <laughs> but he'll hear some stuff on the news, and then like he takes it as gospel, and I'm like, yeah, oh, mm. that's you cannot. Um, we, uh, we don't have TV in our house. Mm. What? Yeah. We have, I mean, we have the Disney plus. Yeah. And stuff like that. But you know, cause we got young kids. Oh, you're so. saying, you're saying you don't have like cable TV. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we same. don't, we don't have any of that in our house. And, um, so a lot of our news just comes from, you know, just local news. What her and I see on the phone and stuff. And well, what that's, they I mean, that's one of the worst things though. I mean, like you look at the news on, yeah. on no, social media and Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, it's awful. But her and I are also smart enough to read. Yeah. Read between it. We're like, whatever. Yeah. Well, and, it's, um, it's so bad right now that I don't even look at us news. I look at other countries news and what they're reporting. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I don't trust any of this. Yeah. But, but yeah, so we, we don't have TV um which is which is nice newspapers and stuff it's not that we're like hiding them from the world yeah you know but um it's uh i do believe that that constant stream of media and stuff is is a huge influence and obviously but it's uh you know for young kids it's scary uh information you know i've 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 said for years now probably decades you know it used to be that the the major news networks would tell you what happened and you form mm-hmm. your own opinion. Yeah. Now they just give you their opinion yeah. and you have to figure out if it actually happened. Yeah. yeah. And they <laughs> who holds them who holds them accountable? Yeah. No one. Nobody. No one holds them accountable. Well, it, well Trump did. 
Kind of. Yeah, kind of. You don't, you don't get to ask a question. You're fake news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want that back. Guy was crazy, but I want that back. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of the things. And we talk about, you know, her her oldest daughter um, was like, Mommy, what's what's with the blue and yellow flags? Oh, and okay. Stuff? And well, a country called Russia decided that it wanted more land and uh, it's going to take over another country. Yeah. And it doesn't care about its people, its children, its culture, anything going to take it over and this is this is what we're doing and then you know you see the clips coming out of the uk uh-huh. and just the the primary sources out of the uk so like videos and stuff posted by the citizens yeah and stuff you know i saw one where it was like this town were like getting these flybys and you know i can't i don't speak ukrainian yeah or what whatever they speak and uh all of a sudden they started ca- carpet bombing the town. Oh. And I'm like, what? what? there was no gunfire. There was yeah. no, you know, you don't see missiles trying to take out Russian planes or anything Nothing else like that. And then all of a sudden just, and it's like, okay. okay. <laughs> and uh, that's what we do now. Yeah. And because, uh, you know, knowing the superpower that Russia is, if, mm-hmm. Ukraine tried to do that against Russia. They would have surface air missiles oh, and yeah, yeah. all that other stuff, but you don't see that. And well, so we're, we're telling her that and like this is this is what's happening. You're going to hear about it. You you have to realize that there's some bad in this world and you know, good people need to step forward and stand for what's right. Yeah. And so that's what we've been trying to teach them is, you know, you're going to hear a lot of stuff. And, you know, like you said, there's, uh, most of it's not true. 90, 90% yeah. is not true. You got to weed through it. And, uh, but you need to be the good voice in the world and uh, stand for what's right. There's not a whole lot of people that will s- stand up and say what's right. I mean, look at Biden. Well, it's you easy. Know. It's easy to follow, I think. You know, like not, it's easy not to say what's right. Yeah. Right. Like it's it's the easy it's the easy way out. Yeah. Easy yeah. way out. Yeah. It's hard to go against the grain. Yeah. Yeah. And how long you're gonna be put down and everything else. And but, you know, that's what we're trying to teach our kids is, you know, stand for what's right, even if you're the only one standing there. And yeah. That's well, I mean that's that's good. It's I mean it's an interesting world, you know, because my kids come home from school and asking me questions that, you know, yeah. like, oh, other kids are talking about this kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You know, my kid comes home from school, my youngest one, anyways, and he's like, "Uh, so, Dad, what's your net worth?" <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're ten. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Piss you off. know, you know what that reminds me of. You know what that reminds me of is uh, you ever watch uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's, he's a pretty smart kid. You ever watch that Twenty One Jump Street? Yeah. So like that, you know, I mean, I think of like, well, my dad could beat up your dad, but it's transitioned to that, right? So when they pull up and like, what does that thing get? Like 12 miles a gallon? Try more like eight or whatever he says. Yeah. You know? like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. certain it's, things aren't cool anymore and certain things are. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's, but it's, uh, it is funny just having a seven-year-old in the house and the differences or difference from me growing up to yeah. what she is. I mean, she's seven going on freaking 16 i know isn't that weird 16 i I, there's times where she's questioning me and i'm like i got nothing kid (laughs) yeah and i'm like how old are you 
Right. You're well, 16 or what? I mean, like, yeah, because I mean, so it, it is way crazy the difference that they that they've been in versus what I was. I mean, I'm pretty sure I was still eating crayons at seven. Right. Well, the funny thing now is that, and you're not now. A, a kid, <laughs> a kid can question you. You give an answer, and then they go over and Google it, right? And oh, if you're not right, Googles. you look like a fool, right? And so, I mean, before you took your parents' uh, word as a gospel, you yeah. know, like, oh, that's, that's what that's yeah. the way it is, you know. You, to disprove them, you had to go to the library, you know, pull a book, try Maybe and find, find it. The information. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what are books? Right. Yeah, well, exactly. What are libraries these days besides warming shelters, man? <laughs> yeah, <geez. laughs> yeah, don't get started on that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's yeah, yeah, different world. Like she'll grab grab her her mom's phone mm-hmm. and she knows how to add, like hack into the uh the google like oh, yeah. speech to, the yeah, speech command speech, stuff yeah. yeah and she'll start asking it stuff yeah and you're like what the heck kid yeah well and, i i, I and, watched this thing the other day they were talking about like kids with technology and they're like yeah, yeah some parents like to limit screen time me being one of them yeah. I, I don't like my kids glued to a screen right but i was watching this guy he goes what what do you think your kids are going to grow up to do Screen time. Exactly. And I'm like, are, am I actually doing a disservice to them now? Look, by, at, look at our job. You're, you're setting them back. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. You know, I mean, like, well, well, you look at like back in the day, right? Um, TV was the root of all evil, right? And, and, and today's video games, or I don't even know what today is. Phones? I, I don't know. But then it was video games. And before that it was TV, right? And then before that it was like, I don't know, what rock and roll. Before yeah. they said, if you trace it all the way back, books at one time were like, get your nose out of that book. Like, right. Yeah. You're spending too much time. Knowledge. Reading. Knowledge yeah. is awful. Yeah. So, I mean, but the, the thing, the crazy thing is, is look at, look at the, our jobs. Yeah. You know, how many computer screens do you stare at yeah. while you're at work? And you don't have keys anymore. Yeah, you have, well, you have a mouse. Yeah. And that's, that's what, you know, opens things and shuts yeah. things and all this stuff. And so you, you have the screen time. And so if you do, yeah, you were at this catch 22 of, do you limit your kid's screen time and hope they don't fall behind and any other, the, you know, the computer technology world, mm-hmm. or do you let them have it? And right now her and I have, have uh, come to agree and said, we're going to limit, uh, yeah, electronics yeah and it's actually turned out a lot better yeah or we've noticed the difference in our kids moods and behaviors and stuff that it's better we're, we're like hey we actually have our kids and it's not just tv and stuff like well, that i'm actually curious on um like in today's world right where like news happens at a flash right everything's yeah. instant yeah. i'm curious if anyone's actually done yeah Colby just won. Uh, I'm curious if anyone's actually, uh, I doubt it, right? But the timeline's probably too short. But the psychological effects on people that essentially are stuck in this loop of fear, right? Because, mm. I mean, you're con- I mean, before, man, like, you know, you tuned into the news every once in a while. Now the news is in your pocket. You're in it all the time. I mean, if you download an, an app, like, I don't know, CNN, AP News, whoever, mm-hmm. They're giving you alerts all the time, telling you what's going on. It's yeah, yeah. this world world of fear. So well, I mean, who's who's easier to control? 
somebody who's not afraid of the world or somebody who's afraid of it and will just take everything as as yeah. 100%. Well, that's where I like always question the media, man. Like where where the yeah. point your attention to like there has to be Look uh, at what really look at what they did for COVID. Yeah. They shut down an entire nation and everything over uh, Well, the world, the flu. world. Yeah, yeah. The, the world. Shut down yeah. the world. The world over flu. Well, the first time, the first time I ever recognized that, right? I remember there was a, a, I don't know, a ship, I think that got hijacked in, in, I think like Libya or something like that. That never happens. Anyway, (laughs) anyways, it was like, it was like a tanker. It was like a tanker. Right. And I remember the price of gas skyrocketed. It was like in two days, it went up like 75 cents in the U S and then it came out that 0% of the U S is fuel goes through the canal where this, the ship is hijacked. Right. And I was like. It's fascinating to think that just off of the fear alone, the national fuel price skyrocketed. So the so the crazy thing is, is when uh, COVID came out, I saw this little tidbit that happened. Um, when COVID happened, they shut down all the oil plants and refineries and stuff like that. Do you know how much we dipped into the oil reserves? No. It was like 1%. Yeah. 1% of our nation's oil reserves during the shutdown of COVID. One percent, yeah. and now gas is four dollars a gallon yeah, here. Getting close, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I saw, it was like, actually on the news today. <laughs> I tuned in the news today. Right, so they look said, at you. They said look that gas from yesterday today went up nine cents. Yeah, yeah. And so why, <laughs> why? But why? I don't it's, know. It's 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 weird on where's you know who's in control of the world. Yeah. And it's the it's the money. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. really, I think that's what it all boils down to, right? We're, I mean, it, they've always said that. Follow the money. Yeah. Follow the money. You'll find out the answers. Yeah. But, yeah. So so your plan for you, you're finished in school. Yeah. Yep. Right? What are you going after for your degree? Uh, criminal intelligence. Best criminal oxy. Intelligence. Yeah. Best oxymoron degree ever. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So criminal intelligence. Huh. So that'll be. And then once you get that, you're going to continue to apply for SPD. Yeah, yep. and eventually go to the road. Uh, yep, that's uh, that's, that's part of my goal. That's, that's part cool. of my goal. Yeah, um, was, I've put in a couple applications yeah. elsewhere and stuff. Still waiting to hear back on those, but eventually my goal is to go back to patrol yeah. and um, being in sort of some uh, special unit, yeah. um, like gang unit or investigative. Mm. That's kind of always been my niche, you know. So being able to put things together and kind of uh seeing the unseen and well that's awesome man i mean there's not very many people out there that are drawn to that especially today yeah right so that's that's good good for you yeah so uh finished my degree and um i'm gonna do that and then uh, with the the kids is just uh get them in sports and get them more active and kind of uh we um with all five of them it's hard yeah, um, but bet. yeah, it's hard I bet. and uh single parent, you know, when uh fiance is away, it's just me, you know, a lot of people yeah. have another spouse to rely on. And right now I, I don't, unfortunately, yeah. and it's not, you know, she thanks me every day and tells me how much she appreciates me and what I've kind of sacrificed to go through. Yeah. And, um, with her being at work, like in the morning, I got to go get, go get kiddos. Yeah. And that's, that's my day. I won't be able to see my fiance. And cause she'll be sleeping. Be taxi dad. Yeah. 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 That's a fun day. <laughs> um, 
but then you know get the kiddos um in the morning and then i get my kiddos at night and she's gone so my kids don't get any time with with stepmom b and um so it's just me and Mm. so like getting them outside playing on the playground and Mm. um stuff like that so just kind of getting them out more so do you have a minivan uh no no No, i don't not yet no not yet (laughs) she does she does okay uh but i have a I have a third row SUV. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's still difficult with car seats. Uh, yeah. There's, if you guys were like, hey, let's go hop in your car and go get a soda down at the gas station. I'd be like, hold <laughs> on a second. <laughs> First of all. Right. You guys are getting in boosters. All right. Do you, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not taking those suckers out. Right? You, you guys know how hard they are to get not back easy, in. easy, man. No. Easy. And, uh. So yeah, third row SUV and that's kind of taken up. Yeah. Um, so, well, I mean the time, I mean, Ray can speak to this. The time will go by so fast, man. Yeah, it does. You know, when my kids were in diapers, I I felt like it it went super slow. I still feel like that. Yeah. But as soon as they graduated out of that step, it's like just been a blur. A world. My, my five-year-old, I'm like, you went from two to five overnight. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, how did you? How did you do that? And he's half as tall as I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you better stop, kid. Right. You better stop. If you get taller than me, we're gonna have some issues. Right. Well, my dad told me uh, that uh, time just goes faster as you get older, and yeah. I can certainly attest to that, man. It does. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like winter's over already. You know, <laughs> like, that's. I mean, before you know, I, I swear. Summer vacation when you were in elementary school took forever, right? You were off forever, yeah. you know. And and now it's like I don't know. I barely count seasons anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's oh, another year has gone by. What did I get accomplished? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, I can get two or three things on this list. You know, yeah. yeah well, it's, we're it's we're cr- almost halfway through this year. No, well, a third. We're a third of the way through this year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, third of year. It's March. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. it's uh, yeah. Her and I. Uh, got engaged shortly after uh, we met. It was connection right off the bat. Interesting. Yeah, it was uh, it was quick. Yeah. And um, but when you know, you know. And next thing I know, I'm like, oh shit, our wedding's coming up. That's funny. Uh, we gotta we gotta put some stuff together. Actually, on our drive here, I was like, you know, trying to figure stuff out. I was I was being adorkable, and I sent her a cute little song as she's getting ready for work. Uh, to, you know, go fight goblins and yeah, yeah. and stuff. And I sent her a cute little little song, and I'm like, oh hey, you know, we gotta put our wedding list together and stuff. Yeah. We gotta do this. Oh yeah, crap. I gotta go get my tux. Are you oh, guys doing? A, are gotta, you guys doing a local wedding? Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Mary Hill Winery. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. No, it's right you said it's in April. Mm-hmm. Nice spring wedding. Yeah, spring wedding, and then we're going to Paris, Paris for our honeymoon. Yeah, and um, join the Ukraine army. They're recruiting. <laughs> okay, well, I, I did you get a free AK forty seven. Free, so free AK forty seven, and get this: you don't have to pay taxes on any Russian armament that you capture. Oh, really? You know, I saw a video the other day of a farmer that hooked his tr- 
Like there, yeah. was, like, there was like an I armored person. Dude, I saw the same tractor. same video. Yeah, same and video. he hooked his tractor up to it and towed it off while they weren't in it. Yeah. You better be hot. You better be going across the border, man. Because <laughs> if they gone, take like wow, <laughs> if they take Ukraine, there's gonna be repercussions if they open up your garage and find a bunch of stolen <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm like, ooh, hey, you know, I've yeah. always wanted a, a Russian tank, right? Why not? I mean, who who doesn't want a tank? Well, well yeah. if they're just going to leave it sitting there like that, I mean, come on. <laughs> now you side with criminals. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'm an international I mean, the criminal. Ca- the car was running. <laughs> well, I had to get in Tanks it. are apparently where I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line to draw. That's a very good line to draw. Yeah. Anything up to an, uh, up to that? Right. Okay, no don't way. do it. First don't of all, it. who's going to yeah. stop you? I mean, right. <laughs> You just what are just you saying. what are you hooking up to a tank? What are you hooking up? A choker strap or a chain? <laughs> like <laughs> how do you tow something like that? I thought that conversation was going to go gonna, a little different than uh, when you, you you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean you're going to have to jump in and figure out where neutral's at. <laughs> I don't know how you figure that out. Or <laughs> I it looked like it maybe it already was it? in neutral. Do you repaint it? Because if you try to go across borders, oh, I like that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, like you, like all Bob's, sudden, Bob's plumbing plumbing service. Yeah, whoa, <laughs> we blast it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, like no, seriously. If you if you try to drive that over the border out of there, what's the other country going to think? Oh crap, more next. Yeah, oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah, right. You're it's driving around, and all of a sudden, right. all of a sudden, American American dipwad who's know. on his honeymoon is driving around in a freaking well, tank. You and see, that's why you got to go get that thing wrapped before you go, man. Get it wrapped <laughs> <laughs> with your company logo, right? Logo and yeah, the absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Ted, we're uh, we're actually running long on time, are we? Yeah, and it's going to be I'm time to get out of here, fun, but though. I got one more question. Oh, 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 this is a money shot. <laughs> yeah, here it comes. Oh. I'm ready. <laughs> do, you have any, <laughs> do you have any parting words of wisdom? Do I have parting words of wisdom? Um, enjoy the little things. Mm. Um, that's out of my cluster luck of a year that I had. You know, a lot of it's self-made. All of it, pretty much. Um, but, uh, yeah, in my cluster luck of a year and everything that's going on, um, enjoy the little things. Um, if you can't stop and appreciate what's around you and you're gathering stuff, you're in, you need to chickety check yourself. Um, you know, appreciate your kids, give them more hugs, Mm. kisses, you know, cause you never, you know, with my dad passing away, there was times where even uh, a couple months ago pull up my phone i'm like oh my god my dad would yeah love to hear this and uh luckily enough i was able to you know say goodbye to him and stuff but you never get that sometimes you'll never get that chance with somebody right and um so appreciate the little things and um you know enjoy it enjoy life you know a lot of times i was like oh i need the overtime to go do stuff and everything else now i'm actually happier that i quit my job and don't really have a revenue um you know, hey, just anyone at home uh, need a you know stay home <laughs> job. You know, I, always looking. Anyway, right. uh, no, I'm happier. I'm happier now that uh, um, I'm home, and I get to you know the hardest thing about the day is what kind of goofy, fancy meal I'm gonna fix yeah. my gorgeous my gorgeous fiance before she goes off in the battle, and um, 
what am I going to make my kids food and what kind of crazy things are my kids going to learn for the day? You know, um, what are they going to have me do? What, you know, how many steps am I going to get in chasing my kids? That's, that's the worries of my day. That's, that's the biggest thing I have to worry about is how how many miles am I going to do today? And what am I going to cook for food? And, uh, looking back on it, I'm like, wow, my, uh, my priorities have switched and being, being with my family has, has been great. Yeah. Switch for way better. I mean, way better. Okay. So, well, that was supposed to be the last thing, but it's not going to be. It's not. (laughs) I got, I I got, I I got to tear into this. this. I got to tear into this just a little bit. So before, yeah. Oh, you'll find out. (laughs) Uh, So before you quit. Yeah. I was miserable. Okay. So you were miserable. Yeah. I get that. I go to jail every day. Most people are pretty miserable in their jobs. Yeah. Um, how much homework did you do before you left your job? Were you, I mean, did you sit down with the fiance and be like, okay, well, let's budget this shit out and see if it works. We did. You yeah, did. we did. Okay. Um, so we did that. And then, um, you know, what kind of things could we do to save money and yeah. where could I help and stuff like that. And I had a, uh, cash savings that mm-hmm. I uh, built up over the years and stuff and yeah. was kind of doing that. And this isn't a permanent thing, obviously, yeah, yeah, you know, we've yeah. talked about, you know, it was just a, uh, short, short time yeah. kind of stint uh-huh. to help her with her, her new career. Yeah. And, um, you know, I could be happier, be with my kids more and enjoy, enjoy my life instead of, um, working graveyard and then wasting a day for sleep when I could be with my kids. At least and, a day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you feel like crap. You feel like yeah. crap. The yeah. first four months after. Yeah. It's gosh, it's been so long. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I quit in October and then now it's March. Um, yeah. <laughs> See, time goes by so fast. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I, well, I wouldn't say months. It was weeks. It was weeks. Um, of the difference in sleep. I actually got deep sleep for the first time. Yeah. I didn't know what that felt like. Feel like a different person? Yeah. Actually, the first week, I felt like I got hit by a train. And it was the sleep debt. I had to do a little research in it. I had a, such a huge sleep debt and stuff that going through, uh, my body was re- was trying to recuperate yeah. from all this all this time and getting used to it. And uh, sleeping during the night, crazy factor, I know. <laughs> uh, having a circadian rhythm. Yeah. Um, I felt, feel so much better. Yeah. Feel so much better. And, um, yeah, it's, so I, I'm actually way better doing it. Yeah. And yeah, so we sat down and did this and it was a short time. You know, it's a little past what we were expecting, you know, life, uh, yeah. finds a way, Yeah. but I well, would never, I would never take it back. Well, I mean, I'd that's the thing that people say, you know, you can always adjust to your like income level. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there's certain things that I'm sure you had to give up by quitting your job. Certain things that um, not meth. Yeah. Well, you got to keep the meth. Yeah, but I, I mean, you know, that. like, you know, like, I don't know, dinner outings, you know, like stuff yeah. like that essentially really doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, and uh, um, so I actually it's funny because I'm a bit of a hopeless romantic and my fiance can attest to that because I always write cute little notes. I, you know, I'm kind of pathetically sweet and 
dorky that way. Yeah, I know. Well, my as my response is as like, you're, as like, you're staring at me, yeah, like, like blank, you're yeah, blinking blankly. Yeah. Well, like, we don't relate the, on that level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's what, what, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? <laughs> well, um, you know, kind of uh, using what I have around me, yeah. and you know, um, I really delved into cooking. Yeah. So if I don't make it in law enforcement, say I get told to pound sand again, uh-huh. well, guess what? While I was off, I uh, developed my cooking. Yeah. I went to school. I got this done. And, um, you know, I learned different things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I've got different options. Yeah. I even went to um, a three-month, just a quick little uh, little three-month thing of um, massage therapy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if I wanted to, I could go take massage therapy license yeah. and I could do that. So... There you was got different different avenues that you can yeah, take, yeah. Yeah. And so there's a lot of things that I've I've done that I've been off that were like, whoa, hey, I didn't know we I thought you were just chasing rubber rats around. Well, yeah, yeah I've been doing that. But um been Yeah, there's there's a lot of other things like cooking. Yeah. Um, you know, my I started working on my own uh cookbook. Oh dang. Yeah. Started working Lucky on my own you. cookbook doing that. Um I my signature dish is actually creme brulee. I can make creme brulee uh, <laughs> super quick. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> I was going to bring some. I was going to bring some for you guys. And I was like, ah, they're, they'd probably just look at me and be like, we could have glazed it here. I have the torch. I'm First of all, fine. I don't know. Who do you think you're talking to? Look at this. Look, yeah. look at this. This looks that like is. a creme brulee. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh. That's the second sheesh you got out of me. Uh, so, um, no, no one's counting. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. Ted, uh, it was great to have you on. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. You guys, uh, I'll have to do this again. Yeah. I'll have to like sucker you up. I'll have to bring some creme brulee it's just to be like, hey, let me back on your show. Yeah. It's funny, right? Like, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. A lot I, of people are really intimidated. I don't know. You put a mic in front of your face. Some people face are super nervous or something. Yeah. For I, was, I was actually nervous today. Yeah. It's just an organic I, I don't know how I don't know how many times I told her before I was leaving. I was like, yeah, I, you know, going on this this podcast and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I, I listened to it today and I was like, yeah, I actually, I had a lot of fun listening to Travis Bush's thing. Yeah. yeah. And I knew he was an incredible guy and just his backstory and everything. Mm. He's, he's awesome. But yeah, I was nervous to listen to it and then yeah. got here and I was like, ah, you know, I'm having fun. Yeah. It's funny. Like people find out that they have fun and then also people find out like that they're actually, I think, interesting. Right. Yes. Like a lot of people are like, ah, oh, I didn't do it. Oh, uh, yeah. I no, do I, I'm not yeah. too, I'm not yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, I know we're running, running it's a little fine. long. It's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll just cut you out. <laughs> 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 Start doing the uh, <laughs> the elevator music over right. the top, the dump it out, kind of drown it out. Um, no, I've always told told my fiance, I was like, oh, God, I'm super boring. Yeah. From 16 years old, I was I was in a cop car, yeah. and you know I didn't live a normal life. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of things that I wish I didn't do uh, in my law enforcement career mm-hmm. and achieve because. I didn't have the life that everyone else did. Yeah. I was like, well, she's traveling the world and oh, yeah. everything else doing college stuff and enjoying her, her college life. I was, I was, you know, I spent my prom night in a cop car oh, breaking up prom parties, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, uh, so I didn't, you know, I didn't really get to enjoy that and I was boring and now I'm yeah. sitting here and we're over time and yeah. I, we didn't even get to touch on a lot of things. Yeah. See so, how that works. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. That's funny. Crazy. We'll write them down and then we'll have you back on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> but, all right. Let's get out of here. Yeah. See ya.
Be sure to tell your friends about the show. 